0: Welcome back to Two Cents FC. I'm your host, Emobi Okugo, back again with my guy, L. Each week, we'll be talking with individuals from around the soccer world, learning about their stories and getting their unfiltered thoughts and opinions. This week, we decided to do back to back, just us two. Uh, it, it would feel like it's much deserved after uh, some time away. Um, but yep. we'll be catching up on all soccer news from the past couple of weeks. So, L, first and foremost, how are you feeling today?
1: Man, tired. um that's my life straight straight honesty he said yeah that's my life these days Uh, you know you're building a company you you understand you know you're building a company so you're constantly you know getting pulled in multiple directions but you know i wouldn't trade it for the world it's fun i'm enjoying it but you know it's tired boy
0: (laughs) i feel you it's funny because like two days ago so day before the game yesterday my body was like hey you need to shut down And like, literally, just shut me down (laughs) without anything. I I thought I was like fever, flu. Next day, I was good to go. So just make sure you get your rest. Yeah, get that rest, man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Protect your body, man. Hard
0: hard work, but protect your body at the same time.
1: For sure, for sure. Yo, let's jump right into it, though. Um, As we touched on it last week, you know, NWSL is going through um, what some would call a reckoning right now, um, a cleaning of house um so we got a couple updates um since our last show um one washington spirits owner steve baldwin has resigned um from the team and then after player after a player sent him like a, a letter demanding some answers and some action um he didn't he didn't exactly address their letter but um i guess he resigned anyway and apparently he's placed his shares up for sale um and he, I think he pitched his shares to one of the existing owners. I forget her name. Um, I don't. I don't want to mess her name up. So um, she's a another equal shareholder with him. Um, and he pitched like double, like double the price or whatever. Oh, so it's so worth like five mil. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but like, damn, it's only five mil for like half of that. So like, he's trying to say like the team's worth about ten mil. Yeah, that's that's kind of light. Like, I mean, what, what do you think about this, though, about um, just the situation with the spirit? And like, what do you think that sh- the course of action should be? And who do yeah. you want to see? Who would you want to see purchase the team?
0: It's crazy because I've, I've heard conflicting reports. Like I heard like he's going from a major- majority shareholder to like minority shareholder, where he you have no say. So is he trying to get is he still trying to have like a piece of the pie or is he going to get like completely removed from the table? Um, in terms of people that I would love to see in this role. Um, uh, stop like a Venus Williams. Uh, Cause Serena's already, you know, tapped in with angel city FC. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if you have some, you know, someone of her caliber as well, you know, kind of touch on that. I would love to see kind of like a power player in like, I don't want to say like the political space but like kind of, entrepreneurship space that we know about, um, kind of get put their put their name in the hat. I think that would be cool to see. Um, I would love to see a collection of like former us women's national team players come together and say like, yo, we've been standing for this, uh, way too long. It's time where we come together, uh, and, and figure out a way to get involved, whether it's starting with the spirit or another team, but I think that would be something great to see as well
1: yeah i think that would be dope i would like to see that as well especially Mm -hmm. like the black players i think uh if i'm not mistaken i think brianna scurry has some ownership like some minority ownership in the Mm -hmm. spirit right okay so a couple a few more black players um like black former u.s national team players um i think could be dope uh Hey, I mean Beyonce going to throw her name in the head. <laughs> yeah. That could be dope. I think Michelle Obama um could be dope. That's a good shout. You know, the, the DC ties there. Um, yeah. She she would make sense in Chicago too, but um, you know, being a former first lady of the country, I think, and I yeah. think they're still in the area as well. So I think that could be a good look as well. But either I, I, way.
0: I want to see a two like uh like a power couple too, like uh a, a Josie and Sloan. Type yeah. of the situation like a couple of the MLS guys that have been speaking out um uh, you know not counting your pockets but you do have some funds to throw <laughs> some of them DPs well. yeah, yeah some of them DPs got some <laughs> got some funds to throw so it would be cool to see them uh I know some of them are doing some stuff behind the scenes but it's like yeah we want to help the women's game grow as well too
1: yeah I think it would be smart some of the NBA guys even like some WNBA yeah. contingents like put a group together you know what I'm saying Besides. similar to what uh renee montgomery was able to do with the dream yeah um also been hearing that uh dc united owners could be in contention for that That's, i mean
0: that that would make the most sense just bring it all in one house
1: yeah oh what's your thoughts on uh, your boy um Greg Olson. Is it Greg? Greg Olson. It's nah, not Greg ben Olson. Ben player. I
0: don't know why you he <laughs> saying he's my boy. I never played with him.
1: <laughs> um now to say your boy, he's from the MLS side. Um, oh, okay. He uh he was appointed um he basically was was given like the presidency for the spirit after being appointed um I think like GM or something like that. And then yeah. admitting, admitting that he doesn't know much about the women's game, which is like, I'm gonna I'm gonna just fail forward real quick. And then continue oh, to fail forward. You know what I'm saying?
0: Like <laughs> yeah.
1: Like uh, company I mean, man
0: shit. What's, great your, what's your dude, thoughts man. on this? I mean, no disrespect to Ben Olsen, great player, uh, great guy. Whenever I came across him, but this man, he got like nine lives when it comes to you know soccer positions. Like obviously, you know, DC, he won like they won the open cup that one year, which was so lucky, but they won it, who cares? And I think they made playoffs like once or twice, but other than that, they were abysmal and they just kept him in position, like anywhere else he would have been fired. Uh, But yeah, he got like a lifetime contract with the city of, uh, with anything DC sports or DC soccer. Like if he gets removed from uh, Spirit, they gonna find a way from him to like work work for the Washington Wizards and be like, Uh, soccer ambassador and basketball like he's good for life when it comes to uh dc um and i mean that's a testament to to him you know making good relationships but at the same time it's like can i get an opportunity can i get seen and i'm not talking about just me in general but like the people that have been working hard looking for their chance because i mean yeah he's failing he's failing up multiple times
1: yeah i mean such is life, man. Like, yeah. it's, it's sad, and it sucks that people like don't get the opportunity to get into these places because of this good old boys club. Even in the women's game, it's a good old boys club. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, it's crazy, bro. Yeah,
0: like but, I'm, um, I, I'm, I, I don't want to speak because I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it was just like, yo, we just gonna give you some. It's like basically giving you allowance. You ain't got to do nothing. He admittedly said he don't know anything about yeah. the women's game. So why'd you hire him? What was the process to hiring him?
1: Familiar face. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody cool. that you know you can you know, <laughs> play the puppy strings with. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know the logic, uh, but it's going to be some sweeping changes. Um, so moving over to the West Coast, uh, your former team, um, well, you never played for the Thorns, but your former team, the Timbers, yeah, it's sure. all the same family. Um, the Port, the Portland Thorns GM, Gavin Wilson, has been placed on administrative leave Um for his role in, I guess the uh, Paul Riley hiring or w- uh-huh. everything that happened while Paul Riley was with the Thorns. Um, so Gavin Wilson is on the chopping block, um, and it seems like Merritt Paulson is also on the clock. Like people are calling for him to to, to sell the team. Um, so what are your thoughts on that one?
0: Uh, it's crazy. I mean, I don't think he's going to sell the team. Like uh, I, I just don't see that happening. Like, nah, I don't think. That's gonna happen. So we might have to give that one up. But for well, the whole Gavin look, well, that's that's tough too because obviously someone got to take the fall. And I think he was he played a he played a role in I mean he hired he hired so he didn't do the due diligence. Um yeah, it, someone gotta go. So yeah, they want like, him to
1: re- they want him to resign from the Timbers too. Oh, like like, they're saying
0: all that, too? Like, hey,
1: out of here. we don't <laughs> I'm just saying what, the, what, the, what I'm seeing on the Twitter timeline. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The people are, are calling for heads. They're calling for
0: his neck. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not sure how they're going to do it. They, I think they're going to, they're doing an administrative leave, probably see how it's going to play out from a PR perspective. And then, um, yeah, he's either going to resign, they're going to have the, the resignation letter and speech ready, or they're going to try to figure out, wait till people forget, and try to s- kind of have them, like, in a, Consigulary role still nah. in the position without being in the position.
1: Now nah, they had signs in the stadium. Like It was,
0: it was, th- it was like that at the,
1: at the, at the thorns and at the timber game.
0: Yeah. And one thing about Portland, they don't play around. So respect to the fan culture in Portland, like they it's not going to be just one off. They're going to probably have that next game and each home game, at least for the end of the season. They don't yeah. play around.
1: Yeah. Um, But as we said last week, um, if you want in-depth coverage on this stuff, um, we're going to defer that to our family, Shea Butter FC, as well as Diaspora United, um, and allow them to give their expert analysis on these matters since they are, you know, the go-to source when it comes to the women's game. Like, they're way more knowledgeable at this stuff than we are. Um, Most definitely. (laughs) We just got to touch on it and, you know, acknowledge it, you know what I'm saying? Again, protect women, protect the players. Like, this, this should never happen. This should be this should be the last time something like this happens in the women's game and like all the houses need to be clean. You know what I'm saying? Like this even sparked like the, um, the Australian women's national team to start speaking out. They spoke out. spoke out on like abuses, you know, in their confederation and then the Venezuelan national team, women's national team um, also released a statement about some of the abuses they, um, they experienced from, you know, the coach. So, it's giving, you know, it's it's opening the, the floodgates and the doors to get, like, all of this creepy shit out of the game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So hopefully a lot of good comes from this. Um, it's a tough time right now. It's, I mean, it's very traumatic for the women involved, the individuals involved, but hopefully this is, you know, what's needed to kind of clean house and, like, get it out of the game for good.
0: No, exactly. And my respect to the women for stand, standing up, like, because they, like, one thing about women you know athletes they they stand up and support each other and hold firm like it's it's amazing to see when they come together and really um fight for a cause
1: yeah straight up all right so um let's slide over to the men's national team um yeah. so the next round of CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers kicks off tonight for the men's national team against Jamaica um well, if you're listening to this now, it'll be yesterday. Yeah. Um. But, uh, no Pulisic this cycle. But Weston's back. Yeah. Um.
0: I would love to. You know, I would love to get Carson's opinion on this because you know earlier he's always like, I I ain't a Pulisic fan, and he's injured again. Look at this. I wonder what he's saying about Weston coming back. You know,
1: Carson. I know you're hearing this. Uh, <laughs> sound off in the comments. Sound off in the YouTube comments and the tweets. Get to us, we want to hear want to hear from you um so let's talk about the the lineup for this week or for today's game like who's your predicted 11 for this match?
0: all right, here we go. I think uh your boy Robinson's for sure starting uh I think they go with and' I'm, about to, I'm gonna go to the game so uh, I'll do some I'll do some live tweeting I guess uh okay. I think they gotta go with uh Stefan and goal. I think that's Berhalter's guy, even though Turner's been doing well. I think Stefan back from uh, COVID and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Jamaica, you got speed Robinson. Let me go Robinson and Robinson and McKenzie to start center back.
1: Okay. Before uh, making you running?
0: I'm going four 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 two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Oh, sorry, four, three, three. Who do I go? Dest, yeah, Dest, and Yedlin. Or do I go Robinson? Yeah. Okay. Stefan, Dest, Richards. Oh, sorry, not Richards. Uh, Miles, McKenzie. Uh, Anthony due from Fulham, Adams, mm-hmm. Adams, McKinney, Yusa, Aaronson, uh, Jossie, and because Raina's out too,
1: I think Pepe get the start.
0: You think Pepe gets the start?
1: Yeah, Ricardo Pepe in the nine. Mm. Well you said Jossie, though, huh? You yeah. put Jossie in
0: there already. All right. who am I playing on right wing? Ariola. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Put Ariola there.
1: And way's coming off an of injury.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, you should, he might put Hoppy in there, though. You know I feel about
0: uh, that. Oh, yeah. You're not <laughs> feeling enough. let's see who they called in. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he does put Ariola there cuz someone who's going to work hard, he's that type of that type of game versus uh uh Jamaica. He he's he's solid. Like we're familiar with Jamaica playing in MLS and USL. Got those guys. Um yeah, that's who I'll go with. How about you? So, I'm looking at I'm trying to find the roster.
1: Um she's pretty similar. I'm going to go with the same back line. Um same keeper. I think Matt Turner had his ch- had his time, uh,
0: and he so he do so. he did really well. It's just I think yeah yeah Berhalter rates Stefan.
1: Time to get Stefan some reps now. Um, yeah, midfield. I'm gonna say Tyler Weston. I think Busio. Busio. I think Busio gets the start. Okay. Hot boy. Um you think so? Yeah. Let me see. Jossie at the nine. Aronson and Ariola.
0: So not Pepe starting anymore.
1: Nah, I forgot Jossie was there. I know Jossie is Burhalter's boy, so yeah. If he's on the team, he's gonna start.
0: Okay. Yeah. And, I mean, there is three games during this qualifying, so there's going to be a lot of rotation. But I do think that's – I can't find the roster. Oh, Kellen might start, though.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that. But Kellen's more defensive, though, right? Yeah, boxing, but it's
0: like, if you, if you, are you going to throw Weston right back into the lineup? Are uh, you going to, like, teach him a lesson?
1: I mean, shit, he brought him.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't bring him just to like teach him a lesson. The lesson was he had to yeah. leave camp. It should be interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, Kellen deserves to start. He he'll start one of the games during the oh, cycle, for sure. For sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, huh. I don't think he starts this first one though. Nah. I think we come out with, like super first choice and like super like Bert Halters guys. Yeah. For this first one, especially after the last uh the last cycle with with two draws. Um, yeah, they're out they to I want to try to get a dub out of this one for sure.
0: Yeah, they have to get a dub. But Jamaica always plays US well, um, to be fair, but that's usually yeah. in Gold Cup. Yeah. All I right. See.
1: So to compound on that, who do you think is gonna be the standout from this cycle?
0: This like cycle? Uh
1: these three games, who who's gonna be uh, who's gonna games. like who's gonna stand out?
0: Uh, Pepe, Aronson, and, uh, I think this is another opportunity for whoever is playing next to Robinson. If they do well, I think it will be Chris Richards. Um, uh, I think I'm not saying it's like a chance to like take Jonathan Brooks's spot, but it's mm-hmm. a good way to like get that third spot on lock that third center back spot. Cause it's right now, it's, uh, there's a lot of potential candidates. Um, yeah, that's Pepe Aronson, um, one of the center back spots. And I think Yellen's going to show out again too, like, cause there's been a lot of right back competition, but to be completely Frank, I think he's still, he should still have a large presence in that role.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say Pepe stands out. This cycle, this is this will be his first like real, real shot, like a yeah. rotational shot. And I think he I think he shows up because he's he trying to get that move to Byron.
0: Uh don't he go stands. to Byron. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were, I heard they was looking at him. Um it should be interesting to see where he goes though. Yes. He's definitely not gonna be at Dallas for much longer.
0: No, no, yeah, you gotta get out soon. ASAP, no Rocky. All
1: right. So who has a lot to prove though during this cycle? Like who, uh-huh. who has like you better show up or you might not get caught up next cycle?
0: Uh well, I wouldn't say might not get caught up, but Zach Stefan, he got he got he got pressure on him. Um for sure. Uh I would say obviously Weston coming back into form. Uh sorry, coming back into the squad uh for sure. Got some pressure on him. And then I would say, uh, who else would I say? That's, those are the two big ones. Um, I feel like everyone else like has their like position kind of like squared away where mm-hmm. you have guys that are like, yo, know, you're a specific role player. You do the job when you come in, you're doing great. So they don't really have like too much to prove. Um, it's mm-hmm. more like if they ball out, then they're gonna like probably move up higher in the depth chart or like solidify their spot a little bit. Um, I would say Mark McKenzie actually, because he's been making a couple mistakes the last couple games uh, okay. that he's been playing in. Um, not to say like he's gonna get like forever uh, shunned, but I think uh, he can't afford like those one to two mistake of games that causes goals. Uh, like he did in previous matches, um, not only because the center back depth chart is getting, you know, deeper. Miles mm. Robinson got a spot on lock. John Anthony Brooks, usually, you know, outside of qualifying, does really well. You got Chris Richards. You got Miyazaki's playing at a high level. You got uh, what's my guy? You play Eric Palmer Brown. You got um, uh, Walker Zimmerman. Uh, you got some. You got some talented center backs that are in contingent. So. Uh, that third spot, that potential first other starter spot is is up for grabs. So I would say him as well.
1: Okay. I'm going to go with Luca De La Torre uh, oh, just because okay. I haven't seen much of him. And See? There you go. Yeah. So, like, if you don't show up, like, it's, there's, so much, <laughs> yeah, like there's so much talent. I not even know he that, got called.
0: Like, I ain't really worried about him. I don't think he's going to make it. Yeah. Big
1: so, like, it's like you got to ball out. if you get When you get the chance to get on the field, you got to ball yeah. out because – it's, it's so much challenge, you might not make it back. Exactly. You, probably not gonna make it on the World Cup team. You know what I'm saying? If they qualify. Um,
0: <laughs> <towards> <laughs> nah, they're, gonna qualify.
1: they're gonna uh, qualify. This might be controversial. Eunice Musa, it's a little shaky. Have he didn't play the last cycle? He was on the team but didn't play. I don't know if he was injured, injured or not, but he didn't really get no burn. Maybe he was, you know, wasn't training hard or something. Um, same with Tim Weah. Right? like you got the name, but you ain't really showed too much, you know what I'm
0: saying?
1: Yeah. Over these last couple of cycles. So, I know, and I know he's been hurt, but still, like, taking up a spot. Like, his other, other cat's, like, right behind you, you know?
0: Yeah, that's true. But I think, like, no one behind him has really, like, taken it a hole yet, you know? So,
1: we'll see. I mean, who else is behind him? Like, he's, uh, not, he's yeah. not starting. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> so. yeah, exactly. So, it's like, you got Hop, him, Conrad, uh pay folk those type of guys that were like yeah we here but we're not really here there hasn't been one guy that's like yo it's my spot like y'all behind me
1: pfog is more of a nine all right like Tim is gonna play on the wing
0: Yeah, yeah that's true yeah we'll see
1: yeah we'll see we'll see we'll see i wonder if uh if we're gonna call up or if we're gonna try to call up uh your boy um your boy from arsenal um
0: they need to golly that boy's saucy
1: oh boy name I'm, I'm forgetting his name Bulligan. yeah boy balligan um i think i think england called him up right
0: so he's eligible for england nigeria and uh the u.s and i think one other country as well uh so he has a plethora of options but i think england might have called called him up already uh, so it's always tough, you know. He's not
1: cap-tied yet,
0: though. He's not cap-tied yet, so it should be interesting. If I was U.S., I'm pretty sure they're already probably making calls, but, yeah, it's just a recruiting game. You need to get, like, Nick Saban on the line or Jurgen Klinsman, like, top recruiters to get him to the program. Because think about with, it.
1: It's going to be a minute before he, before he breaks into the team with England because, like, look at all the talent they got up front. Like, it's going to be a minute. Like, he has a better shot with the U.S. at this point because even Nigeria <laughs> not sure yet. has, like,
0: Nigeria. He should make the he should make the executive decision and play for Nigeria, but uh, let me not let me not speak on that too much.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah he better he better try to go to the U.S. Like this is probably <laughs> Jossie's. This may be I want to say it's Jossie's last World Cup, but he's you know he's 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 in that uh that uh that Darlington nagby vein of like you know this taking a lot of time away from the family you know let me focus on club so this may be his last like run at the world cup so like that that number nine spot will be wide open you got pepe you got um who else plays in nine Aronson plays a little bit in nine you know sergeant maybe but you know you still got you still got room to compete there you know
0: oh uh, Sergeant Sar- sergeant even get called in
1: no nah, he didn't get called in this cycle
0: yeah yeah so matter of fact the people that didn't get called in it's actually worse for them so, if, like, Pepe does well, it, Sergeant, I'm sorry. Like, now you're yeah. on the outside looking in.
1: But they were in the last cycle, though. So, it's like you got to rotate some people, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah I guess. No. I mean, Jossie
1: <laughs> wasn't in the last cycle.
0: Jossie was hurt.
1: That's why. Was Brendan in the last cycle?
0: Yeah, Harrison was in the last cycle, too. He balled out.
1: Uh, who else wasn't there?
0: Who else yeah, was there? so, like, two people from the last cycle that didn't get called in, folk and Sergeant. So if Pepe does well and Giassi does well, then it's like, oh, okay, I got to strap up, you know?
1: p been balling too, though.
0: Yeah, to be fair, he's been balling, but I think you know, it just didn't work out. I, you know, we'll see. And obviously, you know, Ross's are chosen based on who's who y'all going to be playing as well, but I think that, yeah. means that that does play a role.
1: I mean, we need that height at the nine. Like, Pepe is tall, but, yeah, we need that... that... Those, those, those people who can score them late headers.
0: Yeah. I, just like someone that can score in general. Just hold the ball <laughs> and score. Like it's simple. I say it's simple, but it's it's not, but to, yeah. yeah.
1: That's where you're missing Josie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and and who's, who's to say that if Josie comes in next year, his firing all, all cylinders, they don't call him in as like a veteran um, striker that's going to hold up the ball and, you know, bring the attackers into the play. So, Yeah, you never know like someone can just blossom out of nowhere this last last year and just gets gets called in so the qualifying the the roster selection is is always is always moving so it's going to be exciting to see and hopefully uh, the leaders of the group step up and continue to figure out ways to put points on the the hexagon table or whatever they call it
1: (laughs) the hexagonal or whatever yeah
0: because Mexico and Canada, they're not, they not playing around this cycle.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Canada is always dangerous. Um, all right. So moving on So Newcastle, got that oil money now.
0: <laughs> they got that. In <laughs>
1: Tyneside, boys. Yeah. Um, so today, the transfer ownership of Newcastle United has been completed with the Saudi Public Investment Fund taking over from Mike Ashley. Um, so what are your thoughts on more oil money moving into the Prem? Who do you think is next to get that oil money? Um
0: let I me know. Mean, this is an amazing move. Uh I know Newcastle fans are happy. Mike Ashley is probably happy, he got a nice little payout. It's crazy to see like their their fund is worth or their their family or however you want to uh describe it's worth three hundred plus billion dollars. So billion. Golly, um, I know probably the clubs are gonna start regulating, try to make rules around spending, but there's always a way around it when you have money, so uh, should be interesting. But I think it's exciting, you know. Newcastle's a historic club, a lot of supporters, um, a lot of history there, and uh, it's always good to see them in the Prem. Um, yeah, uh, I'm excited, I think that in terms of the next club that gets like a team like uh, ownership like that uh um, it's going to be tough i feel like the top top clubs are already sorted so i feel like it's going to be like some random team in like spain you know like one of them like
1: i'm talking premier league though oh the sorry premier league, premier league
0: club the next premier league club yeah probably Arsenal
1: I mean man, Stingy Stan ain't selling man you gotta offer that dude a couple billion.
0: I mean the way the you see Terry Henry and the Spotify founder was at, this, at the game and everything you get one you get one other guy to come in or one other gal um, you never know
1: and Daniel Ek has the money maybe to buy the team but he ain't got the money to like pump that bread into it like like the Saudi money,
0: you know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh... So it would be cool to like get a stingy owner out the out the way, but like, do you have the money to like pump in the investment that that we need? You know, uh-huh. to compete with the with the Chelseas and the cities of the, of world, the world. You know,
0: I don't see. <sighs>
1: That's my only like apprehension about Daniel Ek. Like, you know, obviously there's like. There's the environmental and, you know, those moral things that go that come with, you know, this oil money being pumped in, um, you know, what these owners are doing, how these owners are making their money, and, you know, the governance in their countries and, you know, this shit like that. So there's like, there's always that moral kind of question mark there. Yeah. Um, But at the end of the day, you, these, These people were like, they're fans. They've been suffering all these years. Like, we finally got somebody who's going to invest and spend so we can, you know, get to winning ways. Like, so you can't fault them for being juiced about it. But, you know, I don't see it going away no time soon.
0: No, no chance. I think, I mean, everyone knows the future of soccer from a global perspective. So that's why money's pouring in. Uh, I'm still, I'm, I'm still perplexed about like which team would like. Who's coming in like that? Which like which Premier League, Premier League club makes sense?
1: I can see somebody sliding up on like a Brentford, like one of yeah, the small I mean, teams that are yeah, like that, that still well. battle hard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or, or like a um, like a Sheffield if they end up getting like promoted again. Like I see, or I can see somebody like sliding in while they're still in the championship, catch them low.
0: Yeah, I think something them, like that. Put money
1: happened. in, get them promoted. You know.
0: Yeah. That's a smart shot. And shout. it may
1: not be oil money. It may be, you know, like, you know, you have, like, the owners from, like, Asia yeah, who are breaded up, too. You know, so it may be, may be one of those scenarios.
0: Dude, it might be uh, Amazon's investing a lot. Of money. It might be Bezos or something,
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> not Bezos trying to get to space. He, he worried <laughs> about space. He's not worried about sports. <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's um, so now that Newcastle has all this bread, who are some transfer? Like, if you were the GM of Newcastle, flush your new cash. Who are you going after in, the- in these next two transfer windows?
0: Ah, uh, it's like obviously, it'd be cool to win now, but I would get who am I getting? I'm getting Chiesa from Italy. Okay, boy's a baller. Uh I'm getting with a strong center back that I I need to have on my squad. Uh golly, who do I want as of this is like I'm trying to think like strategically, like people just signed, like is I mean, I got all the money I can I can have, so I could really just like. Doesn't matter how much you sign for, I can double it. Uh yeah. Um so I'm the GM. I might be, I might, I'm, i might just get Miles Robinson for the cheap, you know? Okay. Since, since we'll I'm American that. GM working in Newcastle. It ain't, it ain't,
1: hey, we know when you got all that money, it ain't gonna be for the cheap cheap. Uh, it's, nah, gonna it's gonna be MLS record.
0: <laughs> That's why it's <laughs> gonna be cheap. I'll, I'll jump. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: You know, you but, yeah. know Darren Eels ain't gonna, ain't gonna let Robinson go for free
0: or yeah, for cheap. Facts. Nah, but let me get kids for sure uh young player, uh baller. Let me get um that new Ford that's been balling out for Benfica is Uruguayan, young killer. Let me get that attacking mid from Leon, Brazilian dude, loves to dance all the time. Um He's been balling out. He, uh, he scored against PSG last game. Uh, I think I could get like Marquinhos. Like how like how AC Milan sold like Tiago and Ibrahimovic and all that when PSG first came on the scene. I'm going to go for Marquinhos. That's my spine right there. Uh, let me get a midfielder. Let me give Kimmich the bag. You know, you've done everything at Byron. What else do you need to do? Come be captain of this club. Yeah, he's 25, 26. You get him for another 10 years. Yeah. And then in terms of goalie, uh, in terms of goalie, I could get I could get O'Black to leave. Uh, I can get O'Black to leave Atletico Madrid. Uh, so I'm taking him. Uh, because I'm an American GM, I got to get some American, another American, just, you know, for NBC rights and marketing purposes, of course. You
1: uh, you getting Anthony out of Fulham?
0: Mm, no, nah, he can stay there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even mean that in a disrespectful way. Uh, he's a good player. I'm going to get me – who's one of these young guys that I like that's coming up?
1: On you, might C- well, you might as well bring George Bellow with you.
0: See, now you're talking, but nah, not yet
1: for a package deal
0: uh you probably get, get him for the cheap <laughs> oh really yeah uh who would i get who are the young players that i like
1: you bring yelling back no i would bring go get kelly oh he's too old now uh who would I get? GM had on for real, see? Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> see, I'll just be like, "Hey, I'm finna go get the." Home. I'm
0: get everybody. It don't matter, <laughs> shit. Nice transfer window, I can sell them, so it don't really matter. Nah, I would get. Nah, uh... I like I, I like my young boy out of uh, out of Canada, um, not not Laren. The other boy, Uh what's his name? Jordan, or uh Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. I, I'm not sure if it's Jordan, but. He plays in Belgium right now? Nah, nah, Buchanan's cool, too. If I could get him as well. He just left, though. Yeah, he just left, so it's not possible. Um, Nah, he plays in Belgium right now. What's his name? I should know this. Matter of fact, I'm getting Kimmich and Davies. Davies, huh? Yeah, I'm getting Kimmich and Davies. Kimmich and Davies. Um... that's pretty much it. And then the rest I gotta do a little bit more due diligence on, but my spine, the spine of my team is good.
1: Let me, let me try and look up this player that she was.
0: Yeah. Like I can't uh, believe I'm forgetting his name. Let's see. Roster. Jonathan David. Yeah. The boy's a bowler.
1: Oh, Jonathan David. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like his game a lot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a good he's a good player. Um. Yeah, I definitely get him. Um. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, and then coach—that's probably the most important. Uh, Who's throwing a bag at? Let me get Ajax's coach up out of there. Come 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 to Newcastle. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If not, then I got to go with my guy Mourinho. Uh, you know you're gonna get top six for sure at least
1: he'll get you the top six and then it's gonna fizz out because he don't play modern football Mm -hmm. and it's like you're gonna have to fire (laughs) that man
0: (laughs) this is my first three years to create the stability we're already gonna be his his his, uh, his successor will be working under him he'll know the rules
1: first three years is he gonna make it three years oh, how, long at, how long was he at he uh, at spurs
0: at spurs yeah. they, they bottled that situation he was he led him to a final they didn't even let him uh they didn't even let him um coach the final they fired him before that was their fault mm-hmm. time will never matter so sorry you hey
1: oh <laughs> uh-huh. i don't care
0: <laughs> yeah it'll never matter to me <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
1: All right, but let's jump into no card, yellow card, red card. Um, We only got one today. Uh, so if you're not familiar with no card, yellow card, red card, um, it's a rapid fire game that we play where I'll read off some news topics and we'll give our opinion on those news topics using the soccer card system. Uh, so no card is, I agree, yellow card, I can go either way. Red card, um I disagree or I'm not cool with it. Um, so as I mentioned before, only got one today. Um... Should be pretty straightforward. So, first up, EA Sports is considering dropping the FIFA name from its top-selling game. Um, so, what card are we giving this move?
0: What they gonna call it?
1: Whatever else, I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's a red card. You know, there's so much FIFA has done, like FIFA EA Sports, like that has done for the culture of soccer. Keep the name. Like, what's y'all trying to change it for? Yeah, that's a red card for me.
1: All right. I'm gonna say no card. Um, here's why: A, FIFA's bad PR. They're becoming, yeah. they're starting to become bad PR, and so
0: I mean they've been bad PR, but no one like associates the game with
1: especially with this right. World Cup coming up with Qatar, all the controversy around that. B, you're paying FIFA royalties on the game, mm-hmm. but FIFA, FIFA, FIFA's name isn't selling the game. Like you have rights, you have licensing rights with all the leagues and the teams on your own, not through FIFA. So you don't necessarily need them for the licensing, right? You only use FIFA. The only time you use FIFA is like title of the game, and when you're doing the World Cup editions inside the game, the World Cup DLCs. Um, Other than that, you're not really using FIFA. There's nothing like really FIFA-related in the game. So you're paying out money and really is just for like the credibility piece but i think the game is built it's built its own credibility to this point where it doesn't necessarily need to have the fifa title as long as they have the licensing with the teams with actual teams so you'll still be able to play you know still be able to play in the champions league with champions league branding all that stuff because that's a deal with uefa not fifa you know you'll still be able to play all the top premier league teams because you got a deal with the premier league you know so like you're still good if you drop the name so Good point. With all those things, I'm gonna just I'm gonna say no card because I don't think it really affects them. Really, it's it's saving them money by you know dropping that licensing deal. You don't have to pay those royalties anymore. That's more money you can reinvest into the game or reinvest into the leagues. You know, maybe put a little bit more money into MLS, get some more MLS stadiums in there. You know, get some good point. South American leagues. You know, make the game a little bit more robust
0: okay i like that that's a good uh uh, case study analysis um yep yeah Ooh. i might have to change my answer
1: nah bro you locked in
0: yeah i locked in so (laughs) take it yeah uh yeah but that's it that's our show for this week subscribe rate and review it helps us get discovered follow us on the socials at two cents fc check out our merch at two cents sports.shop uh if you enjoy the show consider dropping us a d- donation uh using the link in the description it helps support the cost of the show associated with the show so we can continue to get wonderful guests so we continue to make wonderful moves um i wish we could make some announcements but l chris and tyler have told me to stay quiet i don't even know them so don't ask me um and then tweet us your comments on the show or any topics you want me or l to discuss as you guys know, the only show where you get your unfiltered thoughts and opinions every Friday, um, I'm currently going to be heading to the U.S. Men's National Team game tonight. So hopefully you guys will enjoy I'll probably send some pictures and uh, go from there.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, we got one announcement. Um, so today. Oh, uh, here we uh, go. Today, the Black Star Initiative announced um, their pilot program with Detroit City FC. Um, We'll be working with the Black Star Initiative, Two Cents FC, will um, to provide some uh, grassroots, you know, marketing coverage and media coverage with them. So um, that's one announcement for you. Um, so stay stay locked into the socials. Make sure you go to blackstarsoccer.com. Check out what that's all about. It's a very dope initiative, creating access and um, and opportunities for kids, for black kids in lower income neighborhoods to. You know, be discovered and get get scouted and stuff like that. So, giving them a platform to really be seen, um, so that we can continue to grow the game um, in this country. So, definitely tap in with that. Um, tap into our socials. We've done a lot of retweeting. So, um, that's the easiest way to kind of you know follow Black Star, follow the Black Star Initiative, follow all their social media accounts, um, and definitely stay tuned with that.
0: that?
1: All right. So until next week, uh, speaking of next week, we'll have Warren Craval on the show, um, who is one of the creators of the Black Star Initiative. Also, you know, former MLS player, creative, all that stuff. So make sure you tune in next week. We'll dig into that a little bit more as well. So until then, peace out.